Say hello to the Photo Mama podcast, a place infused with raw, true, generous conversation, a place to share the bothness and polarity that is life, a place to laugh along, gather and sip coffee with, cry alongside, feel resonance to, explore with, and remind you you're never alone. A curious space of deep, potent conversations with friends, strangers, and solo heart roots. A place to exhale, breathe in more life, and have both the comfortable and uncomfortable conversations that make up this magical life we get to breathe and play in. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Photo Mama podcast. I have an incredible guest for you today. Ooh, I'm so excited. I have the beautiful Kim Sexty sitting with me virtually, although we're not that far away from each other, really. <laughs> I could have done this at home. <laughs> Kim is a just a beautiful soul, a dear friend, a mother to three. And a wife to one husband. <laughs> I hope so. Ah, <laughs> uh, you'd hope that you're only a wife one, once anyway, but it's more than enough. More than enough to be a wife to. But she's also a beautiful, incredibly like passionate um, woman around human design, but parenting by human design, which is just like phenomenal. I'm always like, you just give me, like I watch her Insta stories and I'm like, there's so many little hacks. I'm like, oh, that's such a good little hack. Thank you. And then today's conversation, I know we'll go into lots of different little topics, but I just want to start by you sharing a little bit like who you are and what you do, but also like what, what really drives you, what lights you up. And then I'm also so about just keeping everything as human as fuck and as real as possible. And I also want to know like what frustrates you or what like gets you like what triggers you or what do you feel really like you see something and you're just like, Oh my God, that just grates me because I think it's so nice to just like have, have the full spectrum of everything. Oh God. That, we could be here for hours. Me just <laughs> talking about what frustrates me. Um, but let's start with the, with the um, more welcoming things. So I find this really hard. I was actually sitting just the other day trying to write my website bio and I'm like, who the fuck am I? How, 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 do, you, how do you describe yourself in a few s- smart, short, snappy sentences? And I had to do this recently. I had to describe a title for myself or something I'm a part of and the word woman came to mind. And I know that may be really fucking obvious or really bland or really like, yeah, and there's so many people, but that felt so, so rich to me. It felt like to really anchor into the essence of a woman, like her truth, not all of us just walking around right now, into the truth of a woman It felt strong, it felt empowered, it felt soft, it felt graceful, it felt artistic, it felt um, fiery, it felt passionate, it felt all these qualities that I I really have finally landed in. Mm. And yes, I'm a mother of three and I started my mothering journey way, way, way back, only in 2015, but 
For the first two children, I was still a maiden. For sure, I was still a young girl parenting, not knowing what the fuck I was doing. And it's only been in the last, I'm going to say, 18 months that I've really felt like an embodied woman. Mm. And so, yeah, that that's me at the moment. And those what I'm doing and in what world I'm dancing in and um, what labels I identify with will always change. But I think that will always be the constant. Um, yeah, the constant for me in it. And I feel like that will never change. Um, yeah. And in terms of what, what I, I love to do, I know this sounds so cliche because everyone says it, but I really, really froth on bringing people into that space of empowerment, of their potential, mm. of like I love celebrating people's fullness. I'm like I hate the word coach because a million people are coaches at the moment and it's so um, it can be so misconstrued. But in all the personality tests, all the skills tests, all the things coach is up there with my um my top value and my top like essence of who I am and I even think back to when I was a child like cheering on my brothers being like the really loud sister on the sideline of the footy field being like yes like just being the biggest support person um so yeah I'm really I don't even think about it with my husband the way I like manage my marriage I'm always not manage my marriage like being in the marriage I'm always like seeing the potential of my husband and being like yes go there go there go there I'm here for you go there you know so yeah that's that's what I feel but who knows what everyone else gets from me you never really know what how you're perceived right that um woman energy I think is such a a beautiful way to just like be able to like like spread out from there as well because sometimes I think when we're trying to articulate who we are or what we be or what we do or we put ourselves into like a, a box it's really it almost as women it almost strangles our capacity to hold or expand more because it, we're like refining ourselves in so that title woman and I'm getting full goosebumps, but like that title woman is so encompassing and there's so much room for it. Like there's so much openness in that word. That's what I mean when you were mm. saying all those things, I was just like swaying and just going, yeah, I am that as a woman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I saw you. Yeah. And it's so beautiful. And I mean, like you and I met in the yoga world, right? We were both yoga teachers in Sydney and I was in that very dogmatic world, especially in India where it's so, um, the, the lineage is very masculine or the one I was in. I was so confining and I was like, I must do this. I'm in this box. I'm a yoga teacher. I must not drink alcohol, not gossip, not do this. And it was, yes, so strangulating. And so now I'm like, I don't fucking know who I am or not who I am, but I don't know what I'm doing. I'm ever shape-shifting. Mm. I'm just fluid. But the essence of me is woman and mm. um, that gives me freedom within mm. that. Yeah, I've, it, it resonates a lot and I think it will with so many people that will listen to this as well because for like 
with me, with my photography, it was woman, but it was woman in business and that was all. So I kind of moved out of the yoga world into, you know, photographing. And for so long, it was that, that, that constraint until I realized, really started to like peer down at myself. I was like, I'm boxing myself in again, that that's the mm. woman and that's a type of woman and it's the only woman I work with. Whereas there's this current, which we're going to get into as well, there's this current with women, business, babies. It's, there's such an, a, a, um, a thread between them all. There isn't a separation. There's a thread that weaves between them all. And once I've expanded for me into opening up with women and the way I capture and who I capture and how I capture, it's like so freeing. So I think yeah, that channel for any woman is just such a beautiful, because there's so many like, like again, it, op- it just opens up more. And, you know, I feel like so many women over the last few years are uncaging or recognizing that they've caged themselves into a system or to a way or to a title, even the title mum, you know, like it's, it's so beautiful, but we box ourselves in under that. And I just, that, that woman is so encompassing. So thank you so much for just like starting the conversation in that way. So beautiful. Yeah. I think I'm really seeing that. I feel like we're at that next, the next level. Every woman, in my world at the moment is like both and I'm a mum and I'm a photographer and I'm a creative and, or even that wholeness, like I'm masculine and I'm feminine. I'm seeing these beautiful women running like these sensuality retreats and business offerings, but they're also like lifting weights and, and embodying their masculine and showing that where I think we're really coming to a space where we as women yeah, a both end and mm. loving it and celebrating mm. it and breaking out of those shackles. Mm. And honouring those seasons and surges too. Yeah. You know, like so honouring the time like you're in postpartum, so honouring that time of like this isn't where I'm going to be fully in my masculine lifting the weights because I'm in this full nurturing mode to another human being. So honouring those seasons but knowing that honouring of that seasons, it's not so tight and bound up. It gets to shift, mm-hmm. change and expand and grow, which we do as women, which we're back and incredible at. Um, and something I really just love about, like I just love about women, just this ability to be able to, to honour that always ever like expanding growth that's within us. Cool. So there's numerous reasons that I like invited you to come and chat today. One, because I just love chatting with you. <laughs> So I'm like selfish, but two other like, well, there's numerous reasons, but a couple of main reasons for today. And I was saying to Kim before we pushed like record that I was, you know, driving home seems to be my new thing at the moment. I quite like that. I've got a little bit of a longer drive. It's about a 20 minute drive after I dropped Louis off and I kind of feel like, and there's no reception. Great. But there's first 10 minutes anyway. So I'm like, cool. I just like, there's no phone, there's no podcast, it's just me and nature looking out. And um, and so I was driving down and I was like, cool, I can just like anchor into the energy of this podcast. And something that was coming through really strongly is I had the honour <laughs> of capturing um, your birth, your free birth. And in November last year, so only a few months ago, and something I've been witnessing in you like um which is something i'm like 
always curious. I love witnessing humans and women and just like, ah, oh, that's, that's what they're up to. That's what they're doing. Something I witness in you during that birth and something I'm witnessing in you from, from past it is it's this energy. It's not even an energy. It's this, when you were in, when you were in your birth, there is, and women have birth, have, have birth, know this or would be familiar with this in the different ways that they have birth. But there's such, especially when you free birth, like Kim did. So there's no free birth is basically, there's no medical intervention. There was no midwife. It was just me, Kim, her husband, and then her children who were asleep. And then they woke up. So the very intimate space there's no midwife there's no doctor there's no probing there's no checking there's just such a trust getting emotional like such a fucking mm. trust to go to go there when you're in that space in birth and there's this deep trust which to me recognizes and as women we're so forward especially if we're mums and we're business and we're often very forward and out and forward and drive and go 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 when you're in birth and when you're in business too, there's such a fucking peace in it that is required for us to lean back. There's still an outward energy, but there's such a requirement of a leaning back and then really listening to your body and to the surges and to that energy and to the surges. And what I would love you to speak about is that in your birth and how that is now coming through. And this is what I'm witnessing because Kim's um, launching something when this podcast goes live, it will be this week, I'm launching a parenting by design um, program. And I'll, we'll share about it a little bit later, but I would love for you to speak about how that thread in birth and now into your business, into this offering is such a, like, I just love you to talk about that dance of that thread between the two so that allowing yourself to lean like fully lean back mm. and trust in the surges and then know when to follow that energy surge because of course life isn't just about us if we're fucking great if we can just lean back all the time and then like da, la, la, la. but of course it's like honoring that energy and trusting in that energy and in that surge and knowing like you knew you know when you started to go like at the in her birth like He's coming and I'm standing there going, really? So soon? <laughs> like, no. I mean, <laughs> I was like, mm, I'm not sure. She's on. She's like, she's just like, I'm like, we're like, she's up in the fucking ethos. I'm like, she's like, she's out there in the vortex. But I was like, really? Now? Okay. You knew because you're the only one in your body, not us. And this is for us as women. Like, we're the only ones in our body. We're the only one that knows those energy currents. And yeah, I'm really excited to hear you speak about this dance between the two? Oh, it's such a big topic. So, so major. I know. <laughs> I guess, well, for, I think, I think I've, I've got to go back to um, when I wasn't. Mm. And that was, I guess my real coming into me was when the whole world got turned upside down with all the events going on. So like what? 2020 early 2020 and just as I started to awaken to all this stuff I was like whoa this veil was lifted on all these things systems institutions people that I'd placed the responsibility of me onto like I thought they all had me I thought they were all looking out for my best interests governments healthcare systems doctors experts all those things and then I started to learn oh hold on wait <laughs> wait 
no one can look after me. No one knows me better than me. And that was in the exact same moment that I also found human design where I was getting that beautiful roadmap back into me where I had this literally what felt like a manual into Mm. my truth. So that was so perfectly intertwined. And that was the journey of really diving deep within myself, understanding myself. And from there, then learning, like getting out of the external, out of the mind shit chat and really always residing in me. And so where do I go from there? So it was, there was a, a few different reasons as to why I chose birth. That was definitely, you know, the catalyst. And then, and then I, that was the catalyst, but I, I thought I was just going to do a home birth. And my previous two kids were born in hospital. And within that, when I started to go into the home birth realm, I realized it was still not what I wanted still very confined and I felt like I was still having people be my authority and I didn't want that because I had a stage I was at a stage of my life like an awakening and almost like a reckoning of like no I need to prove to myself that I am my authority and I can do this and it was a real this birth was very symbolic for me I quite um unfairly placed a lot of pressure on this birth because I was like if I can do this I can do anything else that I think I've had so much my whole life has been tainted with holding other people up on a pedestal it was was like what do you think tell me to jump and I'll ask you how high I was so disempowered Mm. and so I I was like right I'm gonna free birth I can do this and that was, yeah, my like, okay, if I can do this, then, then I, I really can do anything. And it was almost like my, my mentor, Brittany Eastman, talks about that dissonance, that when you've got a dream or you've got a higher version of yourself, but you're kind of way down at the bottom of the mountain and you need to take little incremental steps to build that evidence to get to her or to that space. This was like a real big fucking step almost to the end. I don't know where I can go from here, but it was like, all right, this is my evidence. If I can mm. do this, then. And so just from being in that, just knowing that actually no one knows me better, no one, and in my body, and I did the work too. Like I mm. did what I needed to do to get to that space. And for some people, it's research. For some people, it's like cleansing a lot of stuff, whatever. I had to have big conversations with my husband, big conversations with myself. (laughs) Um, I saw so much shit come up just to clear me and to purge me out for what was ready. And and then also communing with him, my little bubba that's on my chest now, really communing with him and knowing that like I was getting such strong messages from him, babe. I, t- I told you this when I was pregnant. He was like, and now that I, I know his human design chart, I'm like, well, of course, he's got a defined head. So like he knows what he wants and he's got a fucking opinion. And I was feeling that from him. It's like, not this way. No, not this. No, not her. No, not that. Here, go here. 
go here. And so I was like, all right, you're talking to me loud and clear and I've got to trust you because I know, I know you are going to do what's, what's right for you. And when I was in the birth, it was, I'm not going to say it wasn't challenging. Like I was definitely, you heard me being like, I can't do this. Like the transition felt like it was going on forever. My second birth, the transition was one contraction. And then I was like, he just kind of pew out of me. Whereas this transition felt like it was so long. And I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. At no point did I want to call someone to call a midwife or call for assistance because the, as I midwife myself, I was like, I can't do this. But then in my head, I was like, but you have to, only you can do this. Or when I was doubting myself, it's like, it's only you and him. It's only you and him. And so I would just tune into him and just feel that really solid, steady energy. And yeah, as he, he came through the birth canal, I was just like, whoa, you're doing a little dance in <laughs> It was like going out and then in and then out and then in. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing to my vagina? <laughs> but he was actually preparing it so beautifully. He's like, I'm a big boy, 4.8 kilos, be ready for me. So I'm just going to slowly go out and then in slow and just ease you into this. And then the way he, yeah, it was a slow wriggle dance to, to come out of there and um, not a tear, not a thing. And I was like, ah, fucking you the whole time like you're just such a little legend you just knew Mm. and so then yeah that when you talk about that thread I'm like well I've built that evidence up for myself now and I've just got in my work now as a mum who is bloody sleep deprived and challenged by toddlers and all these things is to not drift back into that um, adrenalized hyped nervous system mind chatter like yeah my my work now is to still stay in my body stay anchored into me staying in alignment is easy because once you're there it feels so fucking good there's Mm. just sickening to go out anywhere else it just feels so off but just to really stay into lean yeah remain in my truth so that Mm. when I do feel those things those urges it's like I trust them and and you go with that energy Mm. really. Mm. And that is so beautiful. I love, I guess, froth on listening to this dance between mothering birth and business is it's just so, um, and everyone does it as you will be able to speak about too, like with, you know, mothering and parenting and stuff, but everyone does it in their unique way, but also, you know, honoring, your inner blueprint, which you do so beautifully through the human design. With that, because this is the, the piece too that I think is getting a lot of fucking hype at the moment, which is incredible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't feel there's a lot of um, substance supporting or backing it or like supporting the woman through this too. So what I like really see you doing so beautifully and I I just love the whole timing of everything that's coming into fruition for you when you're starting to like, you know, it's another rebirth. Anytime you put any new offering out there, it's an opportunity to rebirth a newer part of you or to a homecoming into another part of you that you've forgotten and trusting in that energy 
and your nervous system support at the same time because nervous system support is just like it's up there and like you know like, mm. it's like the hot topic of 2022 which it's great considering everything we've been through the last couple of years it's it's so important and we mother us our children you know we honor our nervous systems happy family all of that i'm, I'm so here for it but like how do you navigate with three beautiful humans like three under six guys, just FYI. Um, <laughs> and honoring their energy. So this can start to go into your human design stuff as well, but like honoring their energy, honoring your energy, honoring your husband's energy, but then also honoring these energy surges, these creative energy surges that come from our womb space as women and knowing like when to honor that energy surge, when to rest, like just th this is, like like fascinates me too yeah it's a fucking trip really oh if you're hearing little grunts it's, <laughs> i've got a little snorter he's always like <laughs> um yeah it's a, a trip. baby in our conversation too yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah it's the juggle is fucking real and i think what's most important is we can know all the things and be super aware of what we have to do to honor our nervous system, to reset it, to, to nourish our physical body, to um, take into awareness our human design um, and our auric energy and our children's auric energy, but to also really accept our humanness. Mm. Like I know coffee is not good for my nervous system. I'm like vata through and through. I'm a triple air sign. I'm very sensitive, but I'm also fucking human and a mum who's sleep deprived. And I'm going to also drink that coffee in a really unapologetic way because it's also making me feel good. And likewise with human design, like I was talking to a girlfriend about this at the moment. She was deciding she was getting this huge pang to pull her child out in homeschool. And she's like, I've just understood human design and I've learned that I've got to really listen to my gut. And she's like, but he's still in school because his father is like, well, what about my gut? And I'm like, and that's the truth, really? Because, yeah, it's all very well and good. Like, and I speak to this when in Parenting by Design is like, it's all very well and good to know what is perfect for your child to honour their, their aura. But what if you've got multiples? What if you're a huge family? What if you've just got one child like yourself, but then you've also got two parents? Like how do you navigate this, that? So it's being really soft on your humanness and understanding that we're doing the best we can, you know? And from a mother's point of view, I was, I was actually thinking after this, I, I think I'm going to then do mothering by design um, because yes. I'm just... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just getting so much interest. But energy types aside, it all comes back to the mother. Like yeah. you first. Yeah. I don't care whether you're a generator or a reflector. You first. Yeah. Honor you and yeah. whatever you need to do. Yeah. And honoring, as you put so beautifully as well, but this full spectrum. Yeah, you know the full spectrum of it all, and it's so easy um, in the world that we live in 
because there's so much knowledge available and it's so easy to feel as a woman and I'm getting really emotional right now, but it's so much, it's so easy to feel less than like mm. you're not doing enough or you're not enough or you're not good enough or your kid's not going to a Steiner school or a homeschool. They're going to a main school or I want a homeschool, but I can't because it's not right for our family and I feel so fucking bad, but that's what I crave for my child or whatever it may be. Or I'm not as fit as that person. or I'm not like, it's so easy for women no matter if you're a mother or it's so a business owner, it is so easy to stay in a paralyzed state of less than mm. because we are, there's so much disowning of the humanness part of ourselves that you just spoke into. And I really thank you because like, it's such a, it is such a fucking important like piece to get out there for us all. And no, this doesn't doesn't. Mean don't discount, don't discount your desires. It doesn't mean don't strive for, you know, growth and expansion and that, like all of that beautiful, like, you know, airy fairy, beautiful stuff, but honor the human in you too. Yeah. Like don't discount your discipline and your d- discipline to chase those desires. They're all great. But what's the point if you're not enjoying the ride? Mm. And I'm only talking because I've been there before. Like, I I'm fucking determined. I've got willpower, and my thirst for expansion and reaching my highest potential is beyond. But I've been trapped in that that ride of being so harsh and critical on myself that I just wasn't having fun. And then I'm like, what what the hell? What's the mm. point? So do all those things that you feel called to do in whatever way, whether it's recalibrating your nervous system and, or, or creative urges or your business or whatever or whatever it is, but just that constant check-in of like, am I enjoying this, you know? Mm. And I think that also mm. for me that's, that's a way how I navigate my, um, my energy and I was going to say my family's, but really it's, yeah, my energy, it's like what is not simply just calling me but also what's ner- uh, nourishing me and feeding into me and reciprocal to me. So at the moment I am in a huge, I'm a manifester, which is someone who has up and down spikes of energy and it's mine is based on these creative urges. And so right now that is so so uh energizing for me coming from a woman who's not getting much sleep when i'm sitting down at my laptop just it's so life force giving and so i prioritize that and that means that other things kind of fall to the side like i don't cook the healthiest dinner for my kids this week or i'm not chatting to many friends this week and that's okay because this is calling my attention and feeding me and then there'll be a point where I'm like okay I'm out of that now that's been out of I've disseminated that out of my system now I can go into like real nourishing mum where I'm sitting on the floor playing Lego with my kids and cooking these amazing dinners that have seven vegetables I don't even know whether my kids ate vegetables last night I think I forced them to eat three pieces of broccoli you know like whatever but it's just, um, yeah, just making sure we in, enjoy it. Yeah, and putting, taking the, you know, like taking your foot off the pedal in 
in different in different little scenarios so so taking your foot off the pedal you know in that area for a while like i'm not going to be in the kitchen like you just said or i'm not going to be in this like i think it's just always and it comes back to that piece like right at the beginning too with this this dance between birth and mothering and business but honoring your energy like yeah. really listening to really listening to that 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 that, that energy piece because if we're not listening to that and like giving ourselves permission to be in that piece of energy, whatever that is on that day, then that's when guilt, anxiety, depression, not enoughness, comparison, lack, all of that comes in. And then you'll start. And then that's when I, I think I feel for me anyway, that's also when I start to be like more reactive towards Tim or towards Louis, because I haven't hmm. on, for me that day, what, 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 ha what has litten me up or what, what needed to nurture me that day or where my energy needed to be. And it, it always, yeah. and I think I blame it, it on them and it's like, no, I didn't listen to me. Yeah. And it's, and it's quietening down like all the noise. And as you said before, when you were getting emotional, there's so much noise. We're in the age of information age, right? Like it's so easy to be educated or to have opinions and shit. Like we open ourselves up, especially if you're on social media, we are opening ourselves up to more, 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 more. And it's so important just to quiet that all down and tune into you and what, what your body is telling you and to for to give you a good example i've got a dear friend who wanted wanted to be the like really present homeschool baking muffins doing all the things mum but she was continually in this uh, space of like feeling frustrated feeling enslaved and then i looked at her chart and I was like, babe, you've got big individual energy. You need, you actually need to be on your own. And it's not to say that you're not going to be, you're not an amazing mom, but like, and she was like, I know that. And I was like, but you're not listening. And she's like, no, mm. because you've got, because we, we tune into all these outside things, expectations that are projected or we think are projecting or our husbands or family, whatever, like, and it goes deep, right? It's not just loud noise. It's like the really, really subtle layers too of like, oh, my mum did this or I think I've got to do this or, you know, it's just cutting that out and mm. tuning in. Mm. And with that piece, it's like... For women too, and I know you you will like speak into this, I'm sure, in your parenting and then mother by design that will come as well, but like this support piece. Like this art, like I know you um had set yourself up so beautifully after your birth for support. Mm. Why? <laughs> fascinates me. Why is it just 40 days and then it's done? Yeah, good point. It's actually I'm a full yeah. chills because I'm like I'm six years in with Louis and we've never had family support. I mean, brother moved in, but they're now down near you. Long story, but even that's different ish. It's a little bit of support, but not quite. But like, 
for six years and even in those first 40 days. But like, why do we stop after 40 days for one? Mm. Oh, she's, she's, she's out of her fourth trimester. She's all good now. I don't need a check-in. I don't need to drop a meal down. I don't need to. And not because we are, the 40 days is so, you know, beautiful, but like, it's forever. Mothering, parenting, looking and nourishing and support is forever. So as women, I think it's like, fuck and allowing ourselves to open up to support too under that, 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 that title of woman. There's so many, like, there's so many legs or layers to it, but like support is one, you know? Exactly. And one of the greatest ones, I think. Oh, amen. Like I'm Support beyond your husband, by the way, support beyond your parents, support beyond the school, like just, just support oh it's deep like it's deep societal stuff that i think we are trying to undo and i think we're we're making changes for sure i've been begging my husband to year to live for years to live in a commune (laughs) because i just i want to live in a commune where we all like have our own houses but we all just like me like i'll throw my kids over the fence or over your door so I can run and get the veggies and I'll get you something and then we'll all have a big family cook up together and I'll cook tonight and then you cook tomorrow night. Like, oh, that just sounds like bliss to me. Yeah, and then when you listen to that, you're like your nervous system starts to just go, oh, thank you, thank you. Thank I know. And especially when we talk about, you know, when I, we were talking about being the, the mum. And when I say mum as well, like I really want to, acknowledge it's not just people with children like I have so many friends who don't have children but I see them mothering their parents mothering their family like we all take on that role mothering your dogs we've all got that role right so we're the mum we're the business owner we're the partner we're all those things and I've always said for such a long time we actually can't do it all on our own we can do it we just need support. So the only reason, for example, like I'm able to do the work that I'm doing now, my creative work, which is giving me more energy and making me more alive as a mother and therefore better, is because I've got friends supporting me and I'm asking for it. Yeah. That's that's a really big piece. I yeah. think we, and I'm, receivership is so huge. We've spoken about this so much, but in just like in our chats you know um in person but like that's such a big wound for so many women is to not sit in receivership Mm. and I found my my blessing way to be so uncomfortable (laughs) I wanted it because I could see where I needed to grow and lean back like you were talking about me leaning back and being held whether it's by the divine by my son in the birth pool whatever and my blessing way was so fucking uncomfortable because people, my women, my tribe just wanted to shower me with love, do things for me. And my inner dialogue was like, but I can do it. I can do it. No, no, I'm fine. I can do it. Yeah. And it, but it was, but, but it's been, despite the discomfort, it was the most held and supported I've ever felt in my whole entire life. And it was a whole new level of, appreciation and gratitude and love it really was to have that sisterhood love 
and your community and love was just beautiful. So and you're so right. I'm, I think I'm approaching 40 weeks. I don't even know. But I've got a girlfriend coming over tonight to cook us dinner. Yeah, good. Yeah, I know. It's, it's forever. Yeah. I've and this is why I want to live in a commune. I'm like, so I've got I like, a really good post for today. <laughs> but, like, I would love to do this for you. I would love to come over and cook. But we live so far away. Like, that's why we just, <laughs> just want to live in a commune where we can but all do the things support, for everyone. It's even the support piece. It looks, it can look so different. But that, yeah. that, that little check-in with somebody. Exactly. Yeah. Like, just little pieces like... You know, just for an example, like Louis going to school last week for his first ever school week, like just another mum's walking, again, emotional again, but walking back up to the car and having a, how are you? How did he go? Mm. A check-in with each other is five minutes. Amongst a stranger Mm. that's not a stranger now because it's part of the extended community, that is just like those little pieces of support to put your fucking phone in your pocket open your eyes and have a conversation around you to look at your coffee person like just those little layers of small act of kindness are such big layers of support when you're walking past you know a mom who's wrangling her kids and her kids having a tantrum (laughs) giving her a reassuring fuck i feel you you know yeah it's all right whatever it may be but there's just so many different ways that we have to rewrite what support is to a voice message to somebody like just there's so many different ways oh exactly emotional support physical support like all of it but as women and yeah and i think you know when you're talking about having space in the car and the drive home to really tune into you that's been a the a huge piece for me recently is just like where can I declutter where can I create more space and last night like it was so easy for me to breastfeed and like he was falling asleep on the boob and with my laptop there doing the work but instead I just it was like no no and I just sat with him and tuned into me tuned into him and it was so important and from a support point of view like you know I grew up in Sydney but I never felt as supported and I had my two babies first babies in Sydney right then I move up here in the northern rivers of New South Wales known these women for a year most of them and I've never felt more held and I really do think it's because of the way of life that there is more space like where I was from we were all so crowded and as you said like putting your phone down walking to the school gate without your phone Mm. walking to the school gate observing like sitting just with your cup of cup of coffee in the morning just giving space and see who pops into your mind and then Mm. messaging them or you know doing thinking of them and Mm. dropping a meal off or something like yeah we can we can only give Mm. to the capacity that we're able you know so um so it's like two two minutes and you don't even need to time it or 10 seconds or but whatever it may be but opening your eyes looking out and 
allowing yourself to open back to also like the aliveness and the richness and the potency of life around you will fill you up so much more than going into your phone and 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 reactivating this is what we do every time we open our phones i feel like we're just like exposed unless we're really sovereign most of us it's mindless most of mine i'm like default instagram default instagram like my finger knows how to open my phone put the code in and go onto it like it's not a conscious so every time i'm doing it i'm opening myself up to reactivate old wounds and old triggers through the device but if i'm if i'm taking a moment to breathe and look out i'm not saying don't go on social media like it's incredible for so many reasons you probably found today's podcast through it you know like it's it's so cool but like there's this this weave again this dance and this weave between that leaning back and that energy forward that's like you know your energy forward maybe that's a leaky energy going into your phone but you could lean back for a few moments look out and be in the contemplation of life around you and just pause mm. it's like those little pause those little pauses it's not about even sitting to meditate it's not sitting to journal that stuff is incredible but like that subtle art of pausing that's just so big in like the gene keys is this like this it's game changing and it's free and it's so simple and we you know a lot of us that are listening to this we live in worlds where we have so much beauty around us and yet we're so focused one track on i don't know like one track and one way you know it's like, mm. like that pause opening your eyes look it just opens you up to so much more the my word last year or kind of the last two years um well in 2020 and 2021 was reciprocity and mm. before birthing him because i just felt so full like that final stages of pregnancy where every i just was feeling the fullness of everything and i just assessed my life i'm like what's what's giving me reciprocal energy right now yes. and if it's not then they and that meant like unfollowing friends on social media. Not that I don't like them. I'm like, oh, I don't I need, need to, to look. I don't need to see that. I don't need, uh, like, I'll just catch up with you when I catch up with you in person. Or, you know, like tapping out of all these things, like unsubscribing to newsletters and cleaning up all these things that just felt like they were sucking energy from me rather than giving mm. and yeah like you said sometimes social media gives i'm in a state now where it's giving me stuff because i've really refined how i use it the intentionality of it and who i follow but um and it, that's this thing like the same thing can be both nourishing or um <laughs> dragging you down just depends on how you how you use it right or view it so yeah reciproc reciprocity was huge it was such a big mm. beautiful like cleanse mm. yeah i love it so like such a beautiful word too i think in all areas of our life my one for this year is like the similar it's similar but it's like we were talking about it before but like allowing myself to receive in like deeper layers of receiving mm so big because i noticed where oh, it's it, huge like, yeah i know that i'm and it's it's so interesting if you set any kind of intention you first 
often see all the resistance to it and yeah. all the shadow and I'm like, whoa, okay. <laughs> oh, I'm going to pivot before we like wrap it all up, but parenting by design, I'm so excited for the world because I've, again, like we've seen each other and we will continue to, I know this, but like seeing each other go through all of these incredible journeys of our life and we met when we were like in the sydney eastern suburbs hot fit you were still hot and fit but like hot fit young <laughs> child free like yoga teachers drinking our green smoothies and walking the coast and just like fuck oh so long ago i'm like oh my god out. can you like i can't even i can but like that seems like so luxurious now to go to a yoga class and then sit at a cafe and drink a green smoothie after and then just throw in a coaster walk oh come into someone and chat for an hour and i'm like no i don't have time for chat not for an hour. <laughs> um but i would love to talk about because it's so it's been so beautiful to witness and again i just keep coming back it's so beautiful to witness how like, i have talked to kim you know for probably like um 12, the last 12 months anyway about some of this human design and parenting design and I love seeing that it's all got this tied up in its little bow and it's just about ready to get into the hearts and the hands and the souls of all these beautiful parents to support their children and to support them so can you share a little bit about what it is a little bit about like uh most people understand I think human design and if they don't we can put a few links to some podcasts to not have to go into like everything yeah, about that yeah. but just how it supports us as a parent and how it supports them as a kid and just it's your it's it's your um zone of genius not mine <laughs> well the the way i got this idea for it was when i was first getting into human design i had my like read my chart and i was like so enlightening and liberating and eye-opening i was like whoa fuck and then my i read my mum's and she was like oh Oh, I'm like, oh, that's, she didn't feel any resonance there at all. And I was like, well, of course there is so like your generation was so heavily conditioned to so many different narratives and ways of being that you really were just almost like little factory, you know, cut out, just blop, 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 like the industrial kind of way of being right and our generation we're like busting the mold we're still conditioned but we're trying our best best to break free of those shackles and busting through the glass ceilings and all the things and then i was like whoa but what if we catch our little humans before they're even conditioned what if we like all of us you know you and i and all of us we're doing i don't know anyone who's not doing the work to find their true selves going on a journey of self-discovery to find their true self, you know, and it's beautiful and important for our lifetime. But what if we could catch our humans before that and raise them in their wholeness mm -hmm. so that they are raised, liberated and empowered and embodied? Like, can you imagine, can you imagine the world where there is just fully liberated beings? who own and celebrate their true essence. Mm. There's no fighting. There's no arguing. There's no comparison. There's no jealousy because they're like, oh, I am me and you are you. And we're all different expressions of the divine, like mm. freckles on the same body. 
Can you imagine the harmony of that? And so that's where I got really, really bloody excited about it. And of course, understanding my own children's chart, I started really seeing the relationships that were going on and the effects and the energetic exchanges and how that, like I could catch, I could predict what was going to happen with my daughter or my son, or I could see the disharmony and the harmony depending on what, and it was so on point to their chart, right? So, yeah, just really, really parenting, like through that lens of human design and seeing my child for their individual truths, you know, like they say that you don't get a manual as a parent, like no instruction manual, but this is pretty fucking close. Like Mm -hmm. to have have a blueprint with all like when you think about a blueprint of a construction like a building or something to have all those tiny little details of everything all the scaffolding all the nuts and bolts like all the things that's what we get to see in our children and so it's a real real deep dive but just to understand even um, the main things, like just the energy type alone is where you start in a human sign reading. That's the biggest thing you kind of focus on and try to embody straight up. And it's hugely transformational. Um, even that alone is, yeah, is really, uh, yeah, metamorphic. Yeah. And so that's, that's where I'm starting is just that because it can be really overwhelming. And I thought about offering and I I do I offer human design chart readings but and I do it more for the the adults I think to do it for a child it'd just be like so overwhelming for the parent to take in so I'm like you know what let's just start with the basics in really digestible ways because parenting is a trip and it's fucking intense. So let's just break it down into bite-sized pieces so you can start. And then when you're, you've got a handle on that, then we'll go to the next level. Mm. Then we'll go to the next level. Then we'll go to the next level. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I'm really, really, like it's so, it's been huge for us as a family to implement. But then when I talk about it on a much bigger macro scale of like the magnitude of what we're creating, like I really do think it can shift the way we raise our children like you look at all the the trends at the moment not trends but like I'm definitely seeing more of it the the celebration of things like Steiner Montessori homeschooling unschooling all these systems that are trying to um, erase and break away from the industrial cookie cutter way of being and zone in on a true a kid's true essence and see them and celebrate them. Like I really, mm. I love that. We're all, we're all seeing the merit in it. And this is just like another um, much more finely tuned because that's still like my kids go to a finest school and it's so incredible. But like it's still very broad and it's still very, you're the one teacher dealing with 26 kids, right? So like we're all seeing the merit and but this is just like the pinpoint like mm. the yeah. tightest way and with them i always say this at the moment with louis you know like 
<laughs> you know my whole ride about him going into it into a school and where to put him da da da, da. and I come home to our values as a family and oh. what I instill in him and how I honour his unique being is gazillion times more impactful and supportive for him than what anyone else is ever going to give him. Yes, he's going to be, you know, like, you know, influenced and, you know, whatever through different ways. But what I do and how I support him him and my relationship from mother to son and son to mother and him knowing me and me knowing him, that for me is like, like so freaking like so empowering and it's challenging because you want to outsource that too because we get busy but the mm. school should teach him that but they should do that da, 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 da. oh they've made him like that no what we do in the in our home unit and how we understand and another layer to that through the simplicity of human design is like phenomenal and you've touched on such a key point here is like, you know, we talk about the new earth and, and everything we're creating, but that's not going to happen like that. It's not going to happen in five or 10 years, right? Like it's going to be ever evolving. And so our children are going to be in systems, structures, societies that still are all these conflicting things. Like you talk about, um, you know, sending your child to a school where there's things that you don't necessarily agree with you, but you empower him in his being. Yeah. And so that's what we're doing. Like we're through what we do, then we, we teach our children to tune into them and listen to them and always come back to their truth. And so that, yeah, like they can, you can send them wherever because you know, and they know themselves. And then that's how we're going to change the world. Like, the world's not going to change if we're with people not doing anything. Like it's, it's the game changers are the ones that have done the work themselves and changed themselves and then they work, they mm. go out, you know. Yeah. And the way that you're, so we spoke about this before um, the official pushing record, but the way that you're delivering this is really freaking cool. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, that's quite often when we invest in ourselves as you know business owners or parents or like i've got a book at the moment that i'm like i just obsessed with and i want to keep reading it i'm tired at night it's easy just to zone out on something and i want to read this because i feel like i'm going to take it in a different way than just an audio book even though i'm a fan of audio books but the way that you're delivering this is a like a um, method to my madness here is so supportive because <laughs> obviously you're a mum of three and a wife and all of the beautiful things, business owner. And so um, the way that you're delivering this, how, when, if they come over to you on Instagram, I'll put the link in the show notes, uh, come over, they hit your link or they DM to you to get it. Can you just share how easy this is going to be? if they come in and decide to purchase this beautiful offering parenting by design. Cause I'm like, wow, it's a no brainer. You're just going to see it on Instagram on a private group. And this is, it was so funny because as I journey into like this new 
part of my business, here I am thinking, oh, but I've got to do this to make it look legit and profesh and do it on all these fancy, fancy things. I'm like, like, I don't have time for that. Like I'm in my manifesto creator surge. I just need things as simple as possible and not even from a manifesto creative surge, but like I, I'm a mum who's busy. Like I just want things to be simple and I want the mummers to... I've done that. Like I've bought courses, I've bought workshops where you sit down and watch things and you're meant to do it on your lap and they just sit in my inbox and I never get them. So I'm like, you know what? It's just going to be a private container in an Instagram where I'll give you access. And so instead of sitting there at night, you're on your phone anyway, chances are you're in Instagram because they've got such a power over us. <laughs> like, why, why not just do, you know, soak that in? And, you know, that's also coming from someone who spends so much of her night being trapped under a baby. I'm like, oh, I've always got my phone. So, so yeah, it's just going to be super simple like that. You just, you know, purchase the, uh, the program and I just give you access on Instagram for two weeks and you can digest it in your own time. Super yeah, in little bite-sized pieces, I'll touch on, we're just going to start with the energy type. So I'll just touch on if the, all the five different energy types and how you parent them in a way that really honours them. Um, and I well love how things. simple it is. Like yeah. it's, so, it's so accessible. It's two weeks. It's not a huge, like you've got to sign up for 12 months and each month I'm going to drop something in which there's places and seasons for, but for this particular offering for you and for the the mamas to be able to like, just have like, cool, I'm committed to this for two weeks, you know? Well, not even babe, like you can digest the videos. If you've got like a few hours or an hour, like you can digest them however long you want. You've just got two weeks to do it. Yeah. Right. But that's so So nice because it's not like a long chunk of time. I also... Mm -hmm. For me, find if I have inverted commas like time pressure, I'll do it. Mm, yeah, and I think uh, most most mums were the queens queens of doing a gazillion different things at different times. So, on your school run or your kindy run or to you're getting up to the shops by yourself or your kids in the back, so you can put your headphones on or you're cooking dinner, and then you're like, is it time? I think it's it's for me. I love time frames. I I. I I actually think that's why I'm loving the school thing at the moment too, because I'm like, I work really well under organisation. Like I love organisation. Like I'm like, cool, I've got this time to do this and this time to do this, and I do it. Like I finish it because I'm under that time pressure. I just like, I'm like, mm. I was the girl that obviously studied the night before an exam or wrote, you know. <laughs> give well, me that, too well, much. Give me so much freedom, and I will get things done, but. I don't know. I'm much better in that pressure and everyone's going to be different, obviously, but I think that's really genius. And they can just come over to your IG and there's going to be a link or they DM you and they can purchase. Whatever's easiest. Yeah. There'll be a website. You can go and, you know, jump on and um, purchase it through that. But um, yeah, DM or whatever. But if you just jump on my Instagram, there'll be a link there that you can follow. And yeah and then we can just dive in so exciting i'm so like i always love witnessing women again but like this 
this wave of like birthing and then launching something and then rebirthing a version of themselves and re-anchoring but like I just I froth on all things woman and I think just like witnessing somebody really step into full alignment with an offering I can really I can see this so like deeply for you and I'm so excited for all the incredible you know parents doesn't have to be just a woman but parents that get to um purchase this and go through these you know however long they take but like go through this program with you so kim you are like you're in a season right now that i'm just like loving loving witnessing and it's been such a like honor to have you on the like on this podcast today and just share and we can just go on to so many different ways to talk about things but just to share about all the things we cover today and for anybody that like gets to listen back to this you kim's like you know she might not reply like immediately but she's pretty active on her social media if you want to go and ask her something or give her like a little shout out um from listening to this podcast or go and purchase her beautiful offering but do you have anything you want to leave the listeners with today? Any words of advice? Um, well, yeah, I am. I am super active at the moment because I'm always lying under a, a sleeping baby, and every time I move, he wakes up. I'm like, all right, so we're just going to stay here on my phone. Um, what do I want to leave? Well, I guess I never shared what frustrates me. I'm like, oh, yes. you know me. I'm so fucking. Like that, that's where you and I just love each other because there's so much realness. And so, and I, I ain't no beating around the bush here. (laughs) No, but I love the polarity. Like I did a a post on this recently, like, yes, I'm doing this conscious parenting tool, but did that mean that I'm a fucking conscious parent who has my shit together all the time? Hell no you know and so just to be real and just to finish on a real warts and all kind of thing my biggest frustration at the moment is my fucking kids not going to sleep they're going to sleep like 9 30 10 o'clock every single night and it's just busting our balls and i'm just challenged 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 by the transition from school holidays new baby in the room all these sorts of things so yeah it's i can i can uh it's the worst Oh, and I do all the things that I tell everyone to do, (laughs) you know, in the thing, like my children like to, my generator child to empty her fuel tank and my projector child to give him some calm space and like also like just the humanness of it. Maybe just try to beat them chocolate instead and see what happens now. Mate, we've resort, we've done massages with essential oils, blah, blah, blah. I mean, there's a much bigger thing going on emotionally, mm. obviously, than, you know, with this new baby coming. But it's mm. just like, eesh, eesh. Uh, and that's the thing too. Non-sleeping kid of any age, though we had a period of that last year, towards the end of the last year, we're like, we, is he ever going to, like, back and fall asleep before 9 o'clock? Because, like, I'll just be like... Oh, you just, I'm so, then I'm so angry at Tim. So I'm like, I need to take my anger out on somebody and just so frustrated, like, and then just like by the end of, you know, we like just like doing all the calm things and then just like close your effing eyes. Seriously, just close your eyes and go to sleep. Mm. It's like, I sleep with my eyes and and I'm like, and your mouth open too. Close them both. (laughs) 
my kids came in and they're like, I'm bored. I'm like, no shit, sleep's boring. <laughs> but I think this wraps it up so perfectly, like in full circle, you know, because this is exactly it. Like this parenting by design, I will share so many tips and insights into your child. And it's great to have that awareness, but it's not another thing to add to the noise of what you should be doing or it's not another parenting book telling you the rules and xyz it's just like have the awareness try it on whatever works for you but also be soft on yourself and your child like and it's that that weave for them because we look at it for ourselves like honoring our energy surges and our um our like seasons that we're in and also it's just like that that another piece with parenting of like it's just another season yes it's it's another week or two weeks or another season this too shall pass but like i fucking love the realness of it because i'm like i remember once going to like some (laughs) bloody or listening to a podcast or some event and someone saying Oh no, my husband just drops his, when my husband drops his wet towel on the floor, I just come back to, I just choose love in that moment. And I'm like sitting in the audience going, I don't come back to choose love. I come back to pick that fucking towel up and put it on the hanging out. Yeah. (laughs) There ain't no choosing love in like, pick up your towel, please. You know, I was like, so this whole thank you for like ending. I'm glad you didn't do it at the beginning because it has wrapped it up so beautifully. And it's that polarity of, of life and we i wrote in a post last night like as well like we as women we're the polarity of it all yeah like we are the polarity of it all like you know we yeah we are the polarity so beautiful Mm. thank you thank you thank you and listeners go and check out this beautiful souls um I was going to say website, but Instagram and offering and program. And she's got some, I'm not going to let, let them out now, but she's got some actually really cool little like mum hacks that I'm like, shit, that's the best thing I've seen on Instagram all year. <laughs> time-saving, mum, time-saving mum hacks. So I'm just like, that's genius. That should be in a book. I did that once, babe. I don't know. I think I'm all out of hacks. <laughs> We'll see. Oh wow. They might they might be saved in their highlight or we'll bring it to the next body. Thanks guys. Thank you for listening. Until next time. Have a beautiful moment.